Want to know how to take your home from lacklustre to blockbuster? Need to know the latest interior design trends? Then you'll be right at home with the Find It, Style It podcast. Hosted by Lauren Keenan, where we show you how easy it is to create beautiful spaces and turn your house into a home you'll love. Find it, style it. Shake it! In this episode, we're taking the podcast on the road. Not literally, but we are talking about some of our favourite hotel interiors from around the globe. Plus, I'm going to give you three simple tips for how to get the hotel look in your home. Subscribe for exclusive perks and insider tips at finditstyleit.com.au. I'm so excited to be talking about travelling today and especially hotel interiors. Welcome, everybody. I'm Lauren Keenan, the founder of Find It Style It, and here with me today I have my co-host, Scott Keenan. Hey, it's so cool to be here. I'm really excited about this as well because... I mean, travel's just so cool, and we have done a lot of it over the last uh, 15 years or so, and now I think I'm giving away our age a little bit, but uh, with that age comes experience, and we've stayed in some great places over the years, which we're going to talk about. And we've stayed in some not-so-great places. (laughs) It's true, isn't it? I recall numerous places that had terrible floral bedspreads. Yes, tick. Yeah. um, Crack tiles. Crack tiles, baths that really shouldn't be... Soaked in. Broken televisions. Yep, ironing boards that don't work. (laughs) But we're not talking about any of these kinds of places today, are we? No, we're going to focus on the ones that we like uh, and the ones that will inspire people because hotels um, have been done really beautifully in in many locations and they're the ones that you're going to talk about today. You've written about this on your blog pretty recently. I have. Had some good feedback from people saying we want to know some more. So let's get stuck into it. You're listening to the Find It, Style It podcast with Lauren Keenan. Well, for me, the favourite part of planning a holiday is really finding the right accommodation. That's really critical. And in this relationship, that responsibility is predominantly left with you. And uh, you are great at it, which is... Well, quite often you give me a location and then I do all the legwork and I find the place that I think is going to be best for us to stay. Yeah. And you've got to go with your strengths. I mean, you are really good at, at doing that research and working out what are the cool places to go. You know, you really do have your finger on the pulse and I guess I really do rely on you. It's true though, I I do rely on you to um, come up with those uh, really cool new places that people are talking about or maybe even not yet talking about. Even though when you're travelling, quite often you're spending all day out and about, for me the accommodation still has a huge impact on how much you're going to enjoy your holiday. What is important to you about picking the right place then? Because the choices are so huge now and there's now so many um, digital platforms as well that people can search and options are thrown up based on a whole range of criteria like price and location and Google mapping. and It probably sounds a bit shallow, but to be honest, the first thing I look at is is the interior. I look at how it looks because to me, how, how a hotel looks is really a representation of, of their brand and the service that I might expect to experience while I'm there. So personally, I like hotels to feel really welcoming and comfortable. I like them to feel cozy, but not cluttered. I guess I imagine it feeling like staying at a friend's house if that friend had really amazing taste and an unlimited decorating budget. That's the kind of place that I want to stay at. And it doesn't have to be super fancy, but it needs to have that that good vibe um, 
It needs to look good. It needs to feel good. It needs to be a place that's got a bit of buzz about it, and that's why I want to stay there. And a little later in the podcast, you're going to talk about how you can use the the great interior design in some of these hotels and use it to inspire you in, in your own home. It's actually quite simple. So I'm going to give you three tips later on, but we've got a few more things to get to before then. Follow us on your socials. Search Find It Style It. Let's start with our favourite hotels. And we've stayed in a few. We've stayed in some bombs, like you said earlier, but we've stayed in some really nice ones as well. What What is your favourite? I was going to say, you could go first. But <laughs> I'm I, happy to go first. You go first. You go first. All right. Well, uh, for me, uh, busy city lifestyle, I love getting away to the beach. And one of the places that I've loved going to so much is Hawaii. It's been a bit of a revelation, actually. It is such a beautiful place. It's got a great mix of the beach, great places to eat, plenty of shopping, and also the you know beautiful natural landscape as well. So one of the things that made our trip so great there was where we stayed and it was the Moana Surfrider. It's a Western hotel, one of the oldest hotels. I think it's the second oldest beyond the uh, the Royal Hawaiian. They're just next door to one another on the main beach in Waikiki. It is absolutely beautiful, plantation style, you know, the epitome of holidays, the perfect setting for a, a relaxing beach hotel. And it, it does take you back. You do feel like you're going back in time a little bit. I think, you know, you get off that flight. It's a 10-hour flight from Sydney. You have your transfer to the hotel. As soon as you get out of that taxi and you walk up those stairs into that foyer, those interiors for me, they just, I'm instantly relaxed as soon as I go into that foyer. I think it's got a lot to do with the really relaxing patterns and the materials, the timber. High ceilings. High ceilings. The low fans, which are great. Ornate ceilings as well. Just just gorgeous. We should say at this point that these these hotel recommendations aren't sponsored by the hotels themselves. No, although we did have a great experience with the hotel staff at the Moana Surfrider. Great people there. Now yours, what's your favourite? Well, my favourite is in New York City and it's a small boutique hotel called The Roger. I think it's only got about 80 rooms, but the interiors were quite glamorous but cosy, which as we know, is one of my criteria for a good hotel interior. Their use of colour and materials I thought was really lovely. So there was some velvet in in sort of dark blue colours, parquetry floors in nice dark timbers. Again, those really high ceilings, a little bit of glitz and glam, but done in a really tasteful way. I'm not really a glitz and glam kind of girl, so they won me over there. No, but when you stepped into the hotel, you felt like you were stepping into New York City. Yes, definitely. You know, it starts with the, the doorman in his top hat and his coat and they remember your name and there's a little cocktail bar downstairs. It just just really felt, you know, so New Yorky. But they tied it all together with a really consistent look and a very New York look. Yes, and I, I think that's why it's so successful. There are so many great places to travel all over the world, but there is a bit of a theme developing here in this podcast, and it is our love for the US. We've been a couple of times. We've holidayed in Hawaii. We've been to New York City. We've got another holiday planned there later this year. We do. We really need to branch out at some point, I think. <laughs> well, we've done the backpacking through Europe and lived have, in the UK. We and have all of those done things. that, and maybe that's where we stayed in some of those bomby kind of hotels, which is why <laughs> our experiences in America have been far, far more enjoyable. Yeah, they have been great. So we've got this holiday planned. You again have taken on the uh, the big responsibility of finding the interesting places for us to stay. We're going back to New York City, but also taking a drive through upstate New York and Ontario and Canada. Yeah, God, I have been in my absolute element planning the accommodation for this trip. All right, let's run through a few of these places. Our road trip, our 10-day road trip through upstate New York and Ontario, starting in the area which has become hipster central in New York, uh, in the Hudson Valley. Yeah, so the first place we're going to be staying is actually in the Catskill Mountains. It's in a town, a very small town called Phoenicia. 
And the hotel, if we can call it a hotel, maybe it's more of like an inn, I'm not sure, but it's called The Graham and Co. And you can find them on Instagram at The Graham and Co. We'll put all these in the show notes, of course. Yep. What I loved about this was it actually looked like a really relaxed summer camp. Are we going to be packing our sleeping bags for this? No, thankfully we're not packing our sleeping bags. So it's rustic, but it's not too rustic. We've still got some of the finer touches of sort of casual luxury going on there at the Graham & Co. So what I noticed was there was a lovely use of sort of raw timbers, uh, white paint finishes, and just really nice linens just to get that, like I said, really relaxed summer camp vibe. I think it's it's a little bit out of town, so we're going to be amongst nature, and I think that's really reflected in the interiors that the designers have chosen for this hotel. That sounds good. So the Graham and Co on Instagram, check that out. Uh, next, we head north to Lake Placid. We do, Lake Placid. That was where the Winter Olympics were, wasn't Correct, it? that's right, yeah. But we won't be there in winter. We'll be there more summer months. Yeah. And, you know, it's great going to those sorts of places like here in uh, in New South Wales, the snowy mountains here where you can go hiking, fishing, camping, doing those sorts of things. I think they encourage all that sort of stuff up there as well in Lake Placid. Plus, of course, um, beautiful wineries and uh, distilleries up in that area too, which I'm looking forward to trying. I'm sure but, you are. But where are we staying? We are staying at a place called The Lake House at Lake Placid. And basically, this is sort of a contemporary take on um, a ski chalet, I guess we'd call it. Okay. But like a bit of a more modern twist, isn't it, this one? Yeah. Look, I'm sure it's not going to have, you know, cluttered timber everywhere. There might be a little (laughs) bit of that. Um, But if anybody, any of our listeners are familiar with the Ace Hotels, which are another um, quite trendy, popular hotels in, in the US, this is sort of like the ski chalet version of that there is a bit of timber, there's beautiful fireplaces, lots of rich colours. I've noticed sort of reds and mustards and navies, things like that. Yeah, and probably, you know, to give that warmer feeling where predominantly, you know, they're in cooler um, climate there. It looks quite luxe compared to come from the Graham and Co, which is going to be a bit more pared back, uh, a little bit more simple, but still luxurious. And this sort of ramps it up a bit more. And uh, I think there's a day spa there too. So <laughs> might be partaking in that. Yeah, no doubt you will. All right. Um, coming back down through, um, yeah, we've been to Ontario up to uh, Montreal, testing out our French and uh, French speaking and our uh, croissant eating. Bonjour. <laughs> You'll need to work on that a little more, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then coming back down through um, upstate New York, back to New York City. This is going to be exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Because we are staying at the standard on the High Line. So for those people who don't know what the High Line is, the High Line is a, an old elevated... Um, it's like a goods train track, isn't it? Freight train track. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it was used for for industrial purposes of moving goods um, over 100 years ago in New York City. It's about two stories up above the the street line and um, some decades ago it was unused. It's in the meatpacking district, um, which is in the sort of um, the downtown part of Manhattan. And it was unused for a long, long time and it has since been revitalised over the last seven or eight years. And it is now this incredible walkway. Um, And the last time we were there, it was winter. So I think going back in summer, we're going to see a completely different look on the High Line. A lot of things will be in bloom. There'll be a lot of greenery. It's going to be really beautiful, I think. Yeah, it's a great place to relax, but it's also got some fantastic views uh, down onto the Hudson, uh, which is one of the main uh, draw cards for this hotel. Yeah, I mean, so excited to stay here. It's it's sort of known as a bit of the party hotel. So that's going to be a fun way to end our time in New York. The reason I chose the standard is because it gave us a little bit of sort of 1970s rock and roll style, and I kind of really like that at the moment. I'm quite digging that vibe. Um, did I really just say that? <laughs> I think you did. 
So what I noticed about the standard was that, yes, it was 70s style. Um, I really liked their use of materials. There was a lot of timber panelling. There was a lot of use of leather and velvet and sort of built-in components as well, which is quite different for hotels. Um, you know, you don't see that a lot. No, you don't. So, um, for example, the, a lot of the beds are on platforms. The um, the couches in the room are built into the walls, the leather couches. Yeah, um, sort of pendant lighting, which you also don't see in hotels very often. And just these sort of floor-to-ceiling windows that made the most of the views of the Hudson if you're on that side or the city if you were staying on, on the other side. So, And I wonder whether they're using those design elements almost to make the very most of that view so that the room isn't cluttered and that the key pieces of furniture are built in and, and you really get that, that view. Absolutely. And, and just making it a more functional space for guests as well because, you know, you do often have a lot of bits and pieces with you and um, I know your suitcase tends to explode when we go on holidays. Um, so, you know, it's helping helping guests out in that regard. Yeah, take after my mother. I've got a black belt in shopping. Yeah, geez, I need to get some of that. All right, so um, that's the standard hotel at the High Line. From New York, we go on to Los Angeles on our way home. You haven't been to Los Angeles before, but you must feel like you've been there with the number of hotels that we had a look at researching where we thought we might stay. Yeah, we did spend a lot of time trying to figure out the best place to stay in LA because we do like being close to things, but we didn't want to be totally in the thick of it where it was going to be really noisy. It's the end of our holiday. We just wanted somewhere that felt quite relaxing and where we could chill out after we'd been out sightseeing because, you know, I'm going to be star spotting. So the place we chose to stay was the Avalon Hotel in Beverly Hills. Yeah, and look, this positions us in terms of location for people who don't know uh, much about Los Angeles. It sort of puts you between the beach, West Hollywood, where a lot of the action is, and then a little further away from downtown, which has gone through a real revitalization. So the location should be pretty good. But the real reason that we've chosen this hotel is because of the interiors. Absolutely. And and the biggest reason is because Kelly Wurstler was the interior designer for the Avalon Hotel. Okay. So tell us a little bit about her style. Her style is crazy over the top. Um, for me, it's somewhere really fun to stay on holidays, just to stay that, say that you've stayed in a space that was designed by Kelly Wurstler. But her interiors, it's, it's not somewhere I could live. Just a little bit too cray-cray for me, but I have a total appreciation for what she can do. So when you showed me this hotel, it really did stand out from some of the others that we were looking at. The bedrooms were pared back a little bit, but what really stood out to you is sort of the key features of this hotel. We did want a bedroom space that was quite relaxing. So I loved the palette of really soft blues and whites, very floaty fabrics, some strong sort of retro shapes in there. Um, the building, like old Hollywood, like sort of nineteen thirties. Yeah, well, the building, fittings, the building itself was very popular amongst the Hollywood set in the nineteen fifties. So I think Kelly Wurstler's tried to recapture some of that feeling, but in a more contemporary way. So I knew you'd appreciate that the bedroom felt relaxing. But I loved the craziness of the finishes and the different decor pieces that she selected for the common areas. And for the restaurant and the pool, like the the, the seating and, and the, the tableware and stuff looks fantastic. Yeah, and my other thing that I love about Kelly Wurstler is the way she uses um, stone and marble and, and the types of finishes that she puts together that ordinarily you wouldn't think would go together, but somehow she makes it look Amazing. And this so, hotel has a really, really sort of fresh feel, doesn't it? It does. And I think we're going to need that at the end of our trip. So that was, they were the main reasons why we picked uh, the Avalon. My other reason is it's in Beverly Hills, 90210, which my teenage self would, you know, absolutely love. So that's why I picked Beverly Hills. Well, we'll take a trip down memory lane when we get there. Really looking forward to that. If you want to check out what the, uh, the Avalon Beverly Hills looks like, just check out at Avalon Hotels on Instagram. 
Find it, style it. So that's a sneak peek into our holiday, which we're planning for later in the year. Cannot wait. It's going to be so cool. And all our listeners can actually keep up to date with where we are on our holiday by checking out our Instagram feed at Find It Style It. I'm going to be taking lots of snaps of hotels along the way. So that's our pick of hotel interiors in the US. But what about here in Oz? There's got to be some hotels that are doing it really, really well here as well that we should really mention. There are. We actually do boutique hotels really, really well here in Australia. And for me, they really fit in with my criteria of feeling comfortable, cosy, but still have that casual luxury kind of element to them. So... I've got a few to rattle off if you like. Yeah, go for it. My first one is Hotel Hotel in Canberra. Oh, that's a great hotel. That's brand new and it's in a sort of a bit of a precinct with some really cool restaurants as well. It is and it's worth, even if you're not staying there, which if you can, awesome, but if you can't, it's worth just going and checking out the foyer as well. There's this really cool sort of timber installation up the staircase that's worth having a look at. Very Instagrammable. My second hotel is called Hotel Palisade, which is in Sydney. and And You love this, don't you? I do. We live in Sydney, so we're probably not going to go and stay there, but I need to go and really stick my nose in there and have a really good look around. Yeah, look, they've got a great restaurant and they're in a fantastic location just next to the new Barangaroo Headland Park, which is uh, this huge new development in Sydney. And it's going to really be an attractive place for people to sort of live and work and, and I think stay with with this hotel. Well, but there's only a few rooms there. That's the thing. It's very, very boutique. So Hotel Palisade uh, is a really old building that's now been revamped, but still pays homage to, you know, old Sydney. And the interiors were designed by Sibella Court, who's a really well-known Australian interior designer. And for what it's worth, I reckon a great place to go for a beer. I really like the old Clare Hotel while we're still in Sydney. That is also, um, speaking of having a beer, it is on the site of the old Carlton United Brewery. So it's sounding like that's your criteria. Somewhere <laughs> can you can a have a beer. beer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it is, it's a beautiful hotel. Uh, they've used a lot of the old building to capture the the spirit of the the old building and the, the history of the site. They've used some really fantastic um, materials, you know, some beautiful leathers. Even when you walk in the front door of the front bar of this hotel, you get this great smell of um, cinnamon and orange. And um, I think they might pump that in, actually. I'm sure they do, but it, it, it's a winner. It is an oh, absolute it winner. it sets the atmosphere. Look, I, I haven't been in the hotel rooms, but I've seen some pictures. It looks fantastic. They've even got a rooftop pool. And if you're coming to Sydney, I'd absolutely recommend checking that hotel out. So the last two on my list are Halcyon House, which is a lovely boutique hotel up on the Gold Coast at Cabarita Beach, designed by Black and Spiro, um, who are a Brisbane-based interior design firm. Beautiful vintage um, finishes and colours, a really great place to stay, I think, for a girls' weekend away. So that's my second last one. The final hotel I want to tell people about in Australia is all the way over in Perth, and it's called the Alex Hotel. Oh, this is new? It is quite new, yeah. It was designed by Arenton Pike, who are Australian interior designers. A little bit of a nod to mid-century, but very contemporary at the same time. Quite luxurious, um, you know, definitely one to look out for if you're travelling to the west coast of Australia. Yeah, Perth's a beautiful place to visit. There's plenty happening there and you can't really go wrong in Perth. Yeah, this is making me want to go on more holidays. You're listening to the Find It, Style It podcast with Lauren Keenan. So you've been talking lately about how you can use these uh, beautiful hotel interiors as inspiration for your own home and people probably look at these hotels and think, how do you do it? Well, I think you just need to keep it simple. So I've got three tips for you. Are you ready? Oh, I've got my pen ready. Got your ready. pen and paper? Yes. Okay. So my first tip is clear the clutter. By that, I mean everything should have its place. Put things away, put them in cupboards, store them away so that your open spaces are kept nice and clean and clear, which is why a lot of hotel interiors are so successful. 
I know that might not be, you know, everyday life. We all have a bit of mess and clutter in our lives. But, you know, when people are coming over and when you want it to look more like a hotel space, that's when you put things away. All right, that, that's a great tip. Tip number two. Tip number two is to limit the colour palettes. So you'll notice a lot of hotel rooms just choose one or two colours and and they use those colours in varying shades and they use them in different patterns, but they keep it really simple in terms of the colour palette. And that is one way that you can make a room feel much more luxurious. So pick and stick. Yes, pick and stick. I like it. And my third and final tip is to choose a statement piece. So one thing I've noticed traveling a lot is that many hotel rooms just have one statement piece. So they've either got a really beautiful large scale piece of art above the bed or they've picked a statement chair in some great fabric, but they don't choose a lot of other things that are going to fight against that. So you just pick one item that's going to be the star of the show for the room. Excellent. So clear the clutter, limit your color palette, pick and stick with your colors And choose one statement piece. Yep, and you'll be well on your way to a luxurious hotel room style for your home. Shake it! Well, thanks for listening. I think it's been a great show and I hope this has given you some great inspiration for when you're planning your next holiday and even if you're not, how you can get that hotel look at home. Yeah, I'm really excited now that we've started talking about this holiday. You've done a great job selecting the hotels. I'm excited and I can't wait to sort of share the experience of that trip with our listeners uh, after we've been there to let them know how these hotels work. Definitely. All right, so if you want to keep up with Lauren's holiday planning and with the trip when she is away in the US, go to Instagram at Find It Style It. In fact, across all the socials, it's just at Find It Style It or check out the website, finditstylet.com.au. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Follow Lauren on your socials for latest style trends and tips. Just search Find It Style It and subscribe now for exclusive perks, discounts and updates about store openings straight into your inbox. Go to finditstyleit.com.au.